Hi babes, it's Miriam. Welcome to my podcast. I hope you're all thriving. You are now listening to episode 2 of Manifesting with Mar. What's up guys? Welcome if you are new, if you tuned into my first episode. Welcome back. I hope you learned a little one-two something and I'm so glad you're joining me again. Today's episode is called This Is Not A Race. My main goal with this episode is to talk about and allow everyone to understand how progress in life is progress. Your pace doesn't matter. What matters is that you're progressing, you're moving forward, and you're doing you. I want this to be a very comforting episode. I want you to all find comfort in knowing and realizing that what you are doing is just as great, even if it's different than what your friends are doing, what your family's doing, what people your age on social media are doing. So I wanna talk a lot about comparison, Um, how to stay present, make conscious choices, and deal with the intimidation of different journeys you may experience during life, how to deal with self-doubt, and how to understand that it's okay to achieve things after others. Same thing, like it's okay to achieve things before people. I feel like it could feel intimidating that maybe your whole friend group is achieving something before you are, and you might take a different route than them and that can feel weird it could feel like lonely that it's different but that's totally okay because you are on your own journey that we call life anyways let's get into it i want to start off by talking a little bit personal so whenever i feel like down about comparing myself to what other people are doing or this person is doing more than me better than me I try not to get too much into my head about it but it's definitely not an easy thing so I always try to tell myself that where you start isn't where you end you'll have like you have a whole journey ahead of you and switching paths is totally okay I tell myself that I will not find my passions by living through other people's lives and It's not a question of whether you can or cannot do something, it's how are you going to do it, how are you going to achieve it. Whether you can or can't is not a question. You can do anything, but it's how you're going to do it that you should be asking yourself. You shouldn't be asking yourself, can I do this, can I not do it, because you can legit do anything. And I know that sounds so cliche, but deadass, like... If you want to go climb a mountain, go climb a mountain. If you want to read 30 books in a month, read 30 books in a month. Like, you can do anything. It's your mindset and and that you have to put your mind to it. So, y'all know I love Gary Vee, my man. I love him. He keeps keeps me on my toes, keeps me inspired, motivated, always looking at different perspectives. I'm going to start off with one of his favorite videos as an interview. I think it's called Advice to 20 year olds and um this one this one person he was interviewing over the phone was telling him like well I want to start my business and I'm 20 something and I don't know if I'm going to be successful with it and he's like okay why not why do you doubt yourself and she goes like well I see people who are my age like in their 20s doing great things on social media and they're like way ahead of me And he goes like, okay, and like, who are those people? And I already knew this man's about to roast her hard. I was like, "Uh uh-oh, girl, do not get into it with him. And um, basically she goes like, well, 
Kylie Jenner and her makeup line and everything she does. And he, like, literally stopped her right there the minute he heard Kylie. He was like, whoa, 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 pause. He's like, you're seriously telling me that the reason why you feel like you're not doing enough, like you're behind, like you cannot start your own thing at 20-something is because you're looking at where Kylie is, where these celebrities are with their businesses, especially that family, the Kardashians and the Jenners, they have a base. Like, Kylie was born into that family and her mom is a business genius, okay? She runs the show. She already had a foundation. You know what I mean? She didn't have to start from nothing and build it, build her brand, build herself. Since she was, I don't know, when did Keeping Up with the Kardashians start? Since she was a kid, she was famous, you know? So it's much easier for her to be like, hey, I'm going to come out with this brand and people are going to be like, okay, dope. And she already has a following. It's much easier for people who already have a base, a foundation, to go do big things. You know what I mean? But being self-made... And doing your own thing and going through those trials and tribulations and all of that, the struggles, the bad days and everything, just so you could have your own brand and be self-made, I think that's such a big flex. Like, I love going on Instagram and seeing, like, entrepreneurs. I saw this girl, I think she's from Ottawa, my friend told me about her. She posts her workout on Instagram and she just got sponsored by woman's best which is like a company she has 6k like followers she's not like big famous or anything but that's so great and the fact like if you scroll all the way to the bottom of her instagram you can tell like she's been on a long journey and i see that and i like get so happy for people because i'm like you literally built yourself and that's what you deserve like you deserve that attention from that company like that's great and i love that i think it's a flex honestly i don't care what anyone says it is a flex being self-made Next thing I want to talk about is a tweet I saw on Instagram. Y'all, I've been spending a bit too much time on there lately, but um, it was about Coca-Cola, Coke cans, the pop, not the shit you sniff. Um, They sold 25 bottles in their first year, actually. Their first year of business, they sold 25 bottles. Now they're like a billion dollar company. And sometimes when I feel like, oh, this isn't going to make it that far. I'm going to have to wait so long. I'm going to have to wait like a year for this to happen. Oh my God. Last episode was the AC and now it's the hydro. (laughs) Oh my God. Anyways, when I see that stuff, I'm like, okay, my, if I want to make a business, if I want to start my own thing, it's going to take years of patience before something picks up, you know? And to think that they just went from selling 25 bottles their first year and now they're making billions and billions of dollars and are known worldwide. That like gives me a lot of comfort, I guess, knowing that even those huge companies started at the bottom and I guess we're struggling, if you want to think of it that way. Anyways, um, basically what I'm trying to get at through, I guess, this whole podcast is that you won't find your passions and what you love and all that jazz and your ambitions by living through other people's lives, living through other people's journeys. We're going to talk about comparison. So in this day and age, it's literally so easy to compare yourself, especially unconsciously. You might not even realize it. Like this could happen with 
uh, like scrolling through your socials it could happen with youtube co-workers friends family it could literally happen with anyone um but you have to have the conversation with yourself that like what you're doing is enough people compare their education they compare their bodies their income the stage that in life but you need to be honest with yourself and real and recognize when you're comparing yourself to someone else and like let's say someone your age is running a six-figure business and you feel shitty because you haven't even finished your degree yet it does not matter that you are doing like different things like you are unique because they are different (laughs) if you follow this to make like you're like you start thinking and feeling low about yourself if you allow this to impact you then you'll start moving low and then it could lead you to developing really unhealthy habits so think highly of yourself even if you're doing something completely different even if you have no clue what you're doing work on being able to see people your age being successful doing great things and congratulating them and look up to them too use them as inspiration you feel me Anyways, so most of the time you're comparing yourself to the ideal. And what I mean by that is like when you scroll through Instagram, people are usually posting their, I don't know, their like ideal day, you know? Their travel pictures, like when they're having their time of their life, their best life, people don't really post a lot of their downfalls. It's not something that's very normalized. Most accounts show like when they're like people show when they're dressed up when they're with their friends their relationships like someone could post their boyfriend all the time and you could be like fuck like i wish i was in a relationship oh am i allowed to swear on here oh it's mine so it doesn't really matter anyways so you could look at other couples and be like frig i wish i was in a relationship so cute but they could be in an abusive relationship for all you know the relationship could be so trash for all you know and They could be struggling and you wouldn't even know because that's just the way they portray it. Anyways, when you feel down and insecure about your path or what you're doing in your life, um, for me personally, these are the two things I ask myself. The first thing is, how do I feel about what I'm doing? Is it something I like? Because if it's something you like, it doesn't matter what anyone says. I feel like if it's something you don't like, that's when you start questioning yourself a lot and comparing even more and the second question that I ask myself whenever I feel down about my path or the journey I'm on is what do I want and what do I need to get there and then I find out that okay this is what I want clearly the person I'm comparing myself to wants something else and then I shift my focus to my own journey it's okay to do things differently i'm gonna say this like a thousand times until i get into people's brains like it's okay to do it differently and it's okay to do things at different times like when you're in the drive-thru at starbucks okay do you base your order off what the person in front of you is ordering or the person behind you is ordering no so that's the same thing i know that's a shitty metaphor or um example but like if you want to go into Starbucks and ask for an iced coffee, go ask for an iced coffee. If you want to go ask for an iced coffee with 10 shots of, I don't know, 
10 shots of <laughs> espresso. That's a lot. I should say two shots of espresso. Here I am promoting something bad. Don't get 10 shots of espresso. You'll be off the walls. With five pumps of vanilla, seven pumps, caramel, four Splenda, not shaken and poured. Like, go for it. Like, we're so comfortable doing those things. But I guess when it comes to bigger things, we overthink it. Overthinking is a very dangerous thing, too. I feel like it's natural, but you could also control it to a certain extent. So I look at a lot of fitness influencers. I see this slim, thick look, you know, upper body, so toned, ass fat, like, wow. And I'm like, frig, bro, like, I start comparing myself and I'm just like, I wish I had that body. I wish I looked that, like that. But then I find comfort in knowing that they were not born looking like that. They might have genes that help with it, but they weren't born looking like that. They grinded physically, mentally, emotionally to get there. And they transformed themselves. And then I get really motivated. So I turn that defeat that I might feel into motivation. Um, it motivates me to want to work harder. Sometimes when I don't feel like working out one day, I'll literally watch like um, Chris Bumpsteed's video. He's Mr. Olympia. Um, I'll watch the KK Fit Twins. They're, they're insanely fit. And I'll just watch them, like, lift, and then I'll get so motivated to work out. And that's on, like, my off days that I do that because I compare myself to them and I want to be like that, but I turn any doubt into motivation. I really hope that makes sense. So, yeah. Next thing I want to talk about is the steps you should take when... Let's say your friend gets the dream job before you do. Your friend gets into this school. Your friend buys a car before you. And those were similar goals that you wanted. Um, so I feel like the first stage of that is like you feel kind of down. I'm not saying envious or jealous, but you feel kind of down about it. Because, I mean, if that's what you wanted, see other people getting it, you should also turn that into motivation. But, um, yeah, so take the doubt that you feel from not being able to get there because your friend is already there and look at it as okay they achieved that they did it I'm gonna do it and it's not too late and it's not that I can't do it they're just at a different we're both at different stages in life and figure out what they did too to get there like if your friend is getting into med school and you failed the exam that's okay but be like yo what did you do what are these study tactics you're using like, that's with anything. Ask them, figure it out, and then you'll go achieve it as well. And it's okay to start from base one. Take it as a blessing, okay? Like, starting at base one, having to do something all over again, you're going to learn from it a lot, okay? And realize that you're just as capable and worthy. Tell yourself, I'm worthy and I'm capable of achieving it. Even though they've already achieved it, I'm also worthy and deserving of achieving it. Take your own path and be proud of it, okay? I saw this tweet once, and it was J. Cole saying, social media has these girls that are, like, I don't know, very, like, low-key girls that just work, like, a 9-to-5, nothing too, like, nothing extreme, nothing too bougie, you know? Just, like, basic, basic lives, thinking that they're not doing enough. You guys are doing enough. We're all doing enough. Don't worry about it. Don't dim your light because you see other people doing better or hear other people doing better 
if people diss what you're doing or say you shouldn't do this shouldn't do that oh college won't get you a job bullshit oh my god i could talk about that for an hour that bullshit about you shouldn't do this you shouldn't do that that won't get you a job this won't get you literally please i beg you do not dim your light just so you can shine it on something negative or make people feel like they're right or comfortable just so you could satisfy people don't dim your light don't go do something else because someone tells you "Ooh, i don't think that's a good idea unless if it's like for real like come on like use your common sense morals and values okay like if it's for real not a good idea you know the stuff i'm talking about then take their advice but there are some people who literally say like oh you're in that program you're not gonna get a job okay girl let me just show you in four years that i'm gonna get a job okay like people think that they could just walk around and tell a person do this don't do this do that don't do that and stay away from those people okay stay close to the people who lift you up no matter what you're doing okay do not dim your light to make people feel comfortable period end of story so the next thing i want to talk about is how to stay present and consciously choose to live in the moment and deal with fear of the future so my present oh oh my god not my present my personal belief is that in order to stay present and shift your focus from the past to the present You have to be peaceful with the past and come to terms with the past. So I'm going to go back to my vision board because it makes me so happy and (laughs) I love it. It's my pride and joy. I have two quotes out there that I want to break down that mean a lot to me. So the first one is, your future needs you, your past doesn't. I am hesitant to talk about this, but I'm just going to YOLO it. Um, So recently I've been going through a breakup and... Um, it's like been hard to not sit there and just dwell on what it could have been, what it should have been. Um, I just had to start accepting that I really, like for real, gotta just learn from it, move forward, and get over it. But before letting go of something, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a job, friendship, um, I don't know, rejection, a family member passing away, sit down with yourself for like 30 minutes, take a pen and paper, not a phone, don't use your phone, pen and paper, okay, go to the dollar store if you don't got any pen and paper, okay, sit down with yourself and reflect on three things it taught you, I do this with a lot of things in my life, in one of my journals, it's literally just a bunch of lists of what all these things taught me, and I go back, and I look at them, whenever I'm thinking about the past, I'm like, okay, it taught me this though, so I'm good, take it as a win, shitty experiences teach you good things okay so when I had gotten out of this relationship there were three main things that I learned from it there's a lot that I learned however the three main things that I want to take with me moving forward to better myself for my next relationship if that ever happens so here's number one um communication is pointless if you're not going to understand their point of view like you could say communication is key all you want but if you're not willing to put yourself in the other person's shoes and actually understand it from their perspective and look at it from their perspective what's the point of them trying to communicate to you and that's somewhere where I feel like 
was one of my weaker points as someone's partner is I would think that just communicating the feelings was enough but I lacked putting myself in their shoes to really understand it another thing is oh my god I put so many exclamation marks when I wrote this down all caps bold italic calm sans ms like listen I'm not telling you guys to listen I'm saying listen like listening to the other person like I I like to talk a lot as you can tell I have a podcast I talk a lot on it um but I would not listen super carefully with my partner um this isn't all the time I'm talking there are times and that would kind of take away from our conversations and I'd be quick to interrupt quick to add something quick to jump in whereas that person taught me that I just have to sit back and listen to truly understand this also goes with the whole understanding concept and just let them talk listen to them understand them it's another thing it sounds super basic but like in the moment I was like so bad at it so bad at it but we're working on it and that's what matters the third thing is I already knew this one the third one okay I knew this one but I really had to experience it because talking about it is one thing experiencing it is another so the third thing is not everyone copes the same way you do with stuff not everyone deals with things the same way you do like I could call my partner and talk about it rant about it for like two hours straight when I'm dealing with something and something's chasing me but my partner would rather go have their alone time deal with it themselves and then come back and talk afterwards and not necessarily talk about the situation they rather deal with the situation themselves instead of ranting about it and having a conversation about it and I'm not talking about when we're discussing things within the relationship it's things that are happening in our individual lives so I always knew that people deal with things differently but to actually like see someone and experience someone coping with problems or issues or things that go on in their lives differently than I do it's just a different thing I don't know how else to put this like when I I want to be like oh talk about it, talk about it it'll help but that person might not feel like talking about it actually helps so what you what might work for you might not work for them sounds so basic but like in the moment and while experiencing it I had so much difficulty with it so these are the three things that I learned from my relationship and it's a lot better for me to move on knowing I learned things and now I'm working on those things and leaving it in the past it really helps me with leaving it in the past okay so next thing oh on my vision board yes next thing on my vision board I lost track there for a second sorry next thing on my vision board was focus on the step in front of you and not the whole staircase so we're gonna shift our conversation from um leaving the past in the past and um talking about staying present now so focus on the step in front of you not the whole staircase so this leads back to my previous episode called she gets what she wants by focusing on your weekly daily monthly annual yearly i still didn't figure out if it's annual or yearly get back to you on that one goals and break things down once you figure out your big goals then you are ready to figure out the daily goals and those are your little steps like think of your 
whole year, like your 2020 vision as the staircase. And then every day is like a step. You know what I mean? So building little daily goals allows you to um, leave what you did yesterday behind. And now, because you can't control what you did yesterday behind and fully focus on what you're going to do today and make it great today because that's what will move you forward. That is the best way to stay present for me. Like whenever I'm working on a project, whether it's my own creative content, whether it's school, whether it's um, in the gym, like whenever I have a goal, just making daily steps and then working on that step today, not thinking about what the step was yesterday, although I do like to reflect on it sometimes to see where I can improve, but thinking like, okay, today, this is what I'm going to focus on. This is what I'm going to work towards because this is what is going to move me forward. Looking back at what you did or didn't do yesterday, which you can't control, you can't control yesterday or the day before that, will just slow your progress today. Journeys in life, your different journeys, can be super duper intimidating. Knowing that things will take a long time and that it's a process can also feel intimidating. Um, But it's really important to understand you cannot complete a journey by skipping steps. And that's the beauty in it. You have to go through all the motions, whether it's the good ones, whether it's the not good ones. Someday you have to play Marvin's Room. Other days you have to play some good-ass TikTok songs, play some Savage, you know? Every day is different in the journey, and that's the beauty in it. Whenever I have a really shit day, like really shit, I know that the next day is going to be great. I know that it's not going to happen two days in a row, so that is a magnificent thing I like to believe in. Um, That belief has not done me dirty yet. Hopefully it won't. So the first thing with intimidation of any journey you're on is to be conscious and understand that it is not a race this whole point of this episode it is not a race you can fall a thousand times you just have to get up a thousand times you know it doesn't matter how many times you fall how many times you get up how many bad days you have good days you have as long as you're on the journey and you're doing you that's what matters second thing is progress is progress i think i spoke about this earlier but just because your friend is going to take like a year off school and um you're in school for that year does not mean one is better than the other maybe they're progressing in their personal life and they're working on their mental and working on their self-growth themselves and the other one is working on their degree you could be working on two other things and it's okay it's okay if you don't choose what you want to do in your life till you're 30 like there's no rules there's like what society expects but there's really no rules it's okay to switch your paths um like we need to start normaling these changes period like parents teachers like I don't know but that high school mentality when they're like y'all time to pick what you want I'm like bruh I'm literally 17 I've been in a school system for my whole life what do you mean pick what you want right now Anyways, no tea, no shade. But yeah, I felt very intimidated by deciding what you want to do and then 
basically being expected to stick into it. Oh, you don't like it? You only have three more years to go. Yeah, three years and 30 grand. Bye. I'm not spending that much money for something I don't like. Trust yourself in your own process. It takes a lot to say, no, I want to switch this up. I want to do this instead of that. I want to spend more time on this rather than on that. Trust yourself. Fuck what people have to say about your process. It's yours, okay? If you buy a nice car and you love it, it's yours. You're not going to care what anyone says. Same thing with your journey. Shame on people for taking time out of their day, out of their life to evaluate, analyze what you're doing, and then tell you it's bad. Like, go do something productive with your time. Why are you shaming on other people? And you don't even know what people are going through 90% of the time. Anyways, I'm going to talk about this whole, like, dropout lifestyle right now because that was kind of intimidating the whole journey of that was just weird and impulsive but a great impulse best impulsive decision I've ever made in my life like I still do not know the exact reason why I did that and why I decided the like last week of school of the semester being like nah I don't want to be here next semester I don't have a concrete reason I've told Everyone who's asked me a completely different reason. I don't even remember the reasons I told them. Um, Like, I'm not lying to you. I just truly do not know. There's so many different variables. So, things that went through my mind during this time period is people are going to think I'm not doing anything. People are going to talk their shit. They're going to make fun of me. They're going to say I'm useless. And by people, I mean, like, not my family, but, like, people I know, people that know the people I know, um, I know my friends won't do me dirty because, um, I'm very wise with my circle, and my circle is very small, um, who else, just, like, other adults in my life, like, I saw someone, I, oh, frick, I can't say it on here, but I ran into someone, um, a few months ago, this is, like, six months after I dropped out, and it's someone from my high school that is, a teacher and came up to me and there's like oh how was first year whatever and I was like mm, like it was fine but like I left after Christmas they're like oh my god why this is that that and I like just explained to them like I didn't like it and they were like oh what are you doing now and I just basically gave them a brief description of what I'm doing and you know what they say to me oh my god this is turning into a rant you know what they say to me she goes like well at least you have something going for you and you're not just a dropout bruh I looked at her and I was like, is she kidding? She just say this? Like, what? This is like a thing that pisses me off. The generation above me, no offense to y'all, I know some of you guys listened, 14% of my um, audience is above 50, so my apologies to y'all, but get it out of your head that a degree defines a person's success. A diploma defines someone's success because it doesn't, Okay go learn a skill, go perfect a skill, tell your kid to go work on this, work on themselves, and use that skill to build their own thing. Maybe they don't, maybe school isn't for them, and that's okay. It has to be normalized, I'm just letting y'all know. It's it's annoying having to give people an explanation every single time as to why I made a decision I did, and they can't be like, oh, good for you, you know what? It takes a lot to actually do you and realize things aren't right for you shine light on the right things 
Anyways, so my whole mindset before was like, people are going to talk their shit. This is going to be really bad. I shouldn't do it. But my mindset after I did it was like, what people will say will literally not affect me and what I do. I don't even know these people. If I don't know them personally, I don't take it personally. Like, I am powerful because I recognized something was not for me and I didn't want it and I changed it. A lot of people will settle for things they don't like just to not deal with the whole being rejected by other people or other people thinking it's not right they think this person's gonna think that this person's gonna think that screw what those people think because at the end of the day it's you you and you done that was a little rant went off track i'm just letting you know it can feel intimidating but have yourself and understand that it is not a race you're not competing against anyone okay also achieving after others I'm gonna talk about that now, um, it's okay, it's literally cool, like, if you don't want to buy your first car till you're, like, 35, go buy your first car at 35, it's okay, you don't have to buy it when you're 20, okay, um, people fear that if they shift their path in life and take a different one, they will achieve after others, there's nothing wrong with doing something after someone does it, you know what I mean, like, I don't know if my mom's going to be mad for sharing for me sharing this publicly, but my mom is literally, like, in Morocco, she's a dentist, she's a doctor. Like, that's what they would refer to her as, a dentist. Um, but in Canada, she is just, like, an interpreter because she couldn't get her degree transferred, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But basically, she changed her path. And, I mean, no one's talking their shit now. All is well. She's doing her own thing. She's thriving. But some people will be so scared to shift that, and that's okay. I understand why you're scared, but it's okay to be achieving things after people and completely shifting what you have to do. Like, sometimes you just have to sacrifice that, and it's so shitty in the moment, but it'll be worth it after. And settling for something you don't like can hinder hinder your growth, I think that's the word, and slow you down. So just go for it and all will be well. You'll learn from it. If it sucks, you will learn from it. So you always gain something out of it. Um, I gained this mentality when I graduated high school that it is me and only me. There's no race. There's no competition. And I'm only competing with, are you ready? So cliche, who I was yesterday. Because I felt in high school, I was always comparing my grades with people, what I was doing with people, um, like, my pastimes with what other people do. That led me to, like, a literal three-year identity crisis. Another episode for that topic. But you have to gain this mentality eventually that it's only you and what you want to do. You are number one for you, okay? Even if your best friend goes out and tells you, oh, well, you should have this done by 22, First of all, get a new best friend. Second of all, you don't have to have anything done by a certain age. You don't have to have a a house married and two kids by 35. Like, chillax. Take your pace. If you want to stay in school for 15 years, stay in school for 15 years. Take a, do a PhD. Do three PhDs if you want. Do you. That's literally what this is. Just do you. It's your life. Self-doubt is something a lot of people struggle with and doubting that they are capable, doubting that they can do something and can achieve 
something. Whenever I feel like I'm doubting myself, and I recommend you guys do this as well, it's really helpful, it just takes a little bit of patience, is to write down why you feel like you're doubting yourself on something, and then try to find the root of the doubt. Because I've realized that 90% of my doubt on any aspect of my life comes from me comparing to other people that are my age. That's where my doubt comes from. So once you know that, that is the reason for your doubt or what the reason is for you doubting yourself, try to fix that. That sounded so like, let me Bob the Builder fix it for you. I'm going to give you guys an example real quick. Um, let's say I doubt that I will ever have like this, like my gym goals, my fitness goals, I won't achieve those because people already have achieved those. People already look better than me. But then I find that the root of my doubt is because I'm looking at people like that all the time and not realizing, at times I don't realize that they were once where I was. And then once I start to realize that they had to go through years and years and years of dedication, working hard, and discipline, I realize, okay, why am I doubting myself then? I just need to do those things. Really hope that made sense for you guys. Um... Make sure you are doing things with intent and purpose and a why. You won't doubt things as much then. If you know why you are doing something, you are less likely to doubt why you are doing it because you have that purpose. Be so confident and in love with your purpose. And why... Oh, sorry. I'm sorry, I'm going to restart that one. Be so confident and love your purpose. Because if someone doubts you, then you'll be so confident be like nah this is what I want to do no I actually like this like this is my thing and they'll be like oh okay then they'll realize you know yourself you know what you're doing is right and you know what you're doing is beneficial for you and that is all that should matter um someone I am really close with um I asked them what their biggest fear was one time and they told me their biggest fear is being like the rest and settling and I was like you know what Now that's my biggest fear too, being like the rest. Like it actually scares me to be normal. Like it scares me to do mediocre things. Like you have this whole life. Like the world is literally yours and you're just going to be like the rest. Just do what you want to do if that means branching off. If doing what you do is being mediocre, that is all cool too. I'm not shitting on that. That is, it's what you want to do, but that is... A fear that I have sometimes is also settling and just being like the rest and dimming what I'm doing to please others just so I could be like them. One of the last things I want to mention to you guys before doing my self-care thread for today, which I'm really excited about, that's actually one of my favorite things about doing this podcast um, is when you compare your journey and your path and what you are doing with someone else's, you are starting to lose focus on your own. I think the quote in my Instagram bio is focus, feed your focus, starve your distractions. And that helps me a lot when I feel like I fell off track is there's so many distractions that you can get into, such as comparing yourself to others comparing to others journeys 
So don't feed into those. Feed into what you're focused on and then you won't even be looking at what others are doing because you're so fulfilled with what you are doing. So this is the self-care thread portion of my podcast. Today's um, tweet is actually from three weeks ago. I'm so glad I saved it because now I have it to share with you guys. It has a lot to do with this episode. I love it. It makes me feel like I'm doing my thing and I'm doing it okay. So here it is. You gotta do shit at your own pace no matter how much pressure people are putting on you. You'll crash trying to go at their pace. Fuck what people think and got to say, handle your business the way you want to handle it. Amazing. I love that so much. Literally, do you handle whatever you got to do yourself and don't burn out because you are going at someone else's pace and living through someone else's journey. Live your own. Thank you so much for tuning in with me. Make sure you tell your sisters, your brothers, your bestie, your coworkers, your cousins, you know the drill, to tune in. Subscribe to get alerts so you can stay woke, stay manifesting with me, so we can learn a lot together, help each other out. If you want to help me out, leave a review, tell me what you love, uh, tell me what you're not feeling. I'm going to take that constructive criticism and I'm going to work with it. Um, Ask me any questions that you have and I'll address it next time. Just want to give a huge shout out to everyone for the love and support on my first episode. Y'all really got me teary-eyed and shit, telling me all these nice things. I was like, damn it's good y'all think it's good thank you appreciate it um but yeah i'm working on things and we'll see how this whole thing goes but thank you so much for being open to listening to my podcast and open to learning and growing with me sending all my love bye